Hey everyone, oh, welcome to another episode of Trading Bitcoin with your host, Tone Base. Still in Istanbul, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do a video later today. I uh, got to do a couple of interviews. I got a uh, switch apartments, uh, only stayed here uh, last night. I actually called it an early night, uh, partying past 3 a.m. too many times in Malta. Uh, so last night I called early night, totally slept through the big upswing. Uh, didn't, uh, didn't even notice. It would have been the perfect trade, too. Uh, let's go and talk about that. Uh, we'll jump right into it. Uh, let me do screen share. Uh, here it is, uh, jumping right into uh, TA this time. This is a four-hour chart. Uh, so this thing broke out at midnight. Uh, actually, be right before midnight UTC time. Uh, I was actually still awake, but I was just going to bed. I didn't really like. I was too tired. Uh, went and got some good food. Love Istanbul. Love the meat here. It's absolutely amazing. And uh, we're doing a dinner tonight. There is a unofficial carnivory dinner tonight at a steakhouse. Uh, there will be an official carnivory dinner in Amsterdam. Uh, I'm probably gonna put it up on sale on my site. Uh, tomorrow, uh, and it will be with myself and Jimmy Song, uh, maybe another notable Bitcoiner. And uh, ticket sales will probably start at like 150 or something and scale up um, as we get less seats. It'll be maxed at 20 people. Uh, we'll see how many we can get. Uh, think of it as a networking dinner with, you know, Tone Bass and Jimmy Song, where you have us for three hours asking us whatever questions you like not to mention meet other really, really cool people. All right, so we had the setup trend line here at the top of the triangle. This is a four hour chart that I used to draw a triangle. It fit all my elements of a triangle that I teach. I need at least three touches on the horizontal side and at least three touches on the, sorry, on the slanted side and at least three touches on uh, the horizontal side, ideally not including the, the very first point, whether the first point is at the bottom or at the top, it shouldn't really count. Uh, however, like over here, we clearly have a point and here we come really close and here we come really close. And, uh, but the bottom side was perfect. Point here, really close, point here and point there. Uh, and we were some bounced off the moving average. Everything was great. The only thing that was not great on a four-hour chart is that the TD sequential did not line up. It didn't give you, oh, wait, I had a T right there. Hold on. Let me get my T. Uh, all right. Uh, there we go. Oh, much better. Okay, so if I move back, do you guys see the background? So a little backward, huh? That's okay. Uh, I'll get those little lights, but then it's more shit for me to travel with. That's okay. Um, all right, we got about 400 people. So um, unfortunately, the TD sequential on a four-hour chart did not line up. 
it would have perfectly lined up if it would have broken out a few hours later. Then it would have been a green two going above a green one, going above setup trend, going breaking out of the triangle. Uh, would have been a better perfect trade, uh, but this is still a pretty good trade. Uh, let's look at the 12-hour chart. The 12-hour chart had this green line uh, there from before. This that green line actually could have been lowered slightly uh, to the tops of the prior swing high. Uh, you can actually keep lowering it because as the no trade zone continues to tighten. Uh, several people did take this trade, uh, especially in my chat groups, and they're very, very happy with it. Uh, the trade was taking place at approximately 8,200, could have leveraged to the gills. Uh, some people did. Uh, several people in my group chat won 50x on this, and they did really, really well. Not that I recommend going 50x, uh, but if there was a trade in the last three months that deserved 50x, it was this trade. Uh, this was the safest trade that I've seen in this entire bull run. And um, I know the uneducated traders are going to laugh and say, oh, my God, the best trade was at 3,000. No, uh, the best trade was at 8,200 uh, because it was the safest trade with the highest probability of winning. And if you properly leverage this trade, uh, it could make you more money than buying in at 3,000 with no leverage at all. So sometimes it's about the perfect trade. It's not about getting in at the low. Uh, a lot of you don't understand that. Uh, so uh, I can't help you if you don't. Uh, right here, the daily chart was the bread and butter chart on this one, right? You had, uh, you had a green two going above a green one, breaking above a very critical resistance line. Uh, that's why there's this green arrow here. I really didn't expect it to happen in the last few hours of the trading day. Uh, but then again, I was like seven hours ahead. I probably didn't factor that in, uh, in my time zone where I'm at. And uh, I moved the arrow over to, to, to today, expecting the breakout, but the breakout came last night. So, but the concept is the same, right? You're supposed to be awake and ready for the breakout if you're planning to take the trade. Uh, I wish I took the trade, but I decided to sleep instead. It's okay. I have Bitcoin. I'm happy to sell it at 9,400, especially if anyone wants to meet me and buy some. So uh, right now, we are at a three of nine daily. Uh, it is a reversal candle. It is a sequential 13. But there is another count in the background. That count is probably around the seven right now. I am not scared by this candle yet. I still think there is a little more room to the upside but you should already start raising your stop losses and considering taking some profit from that trade. We continue to be rejected by the setup trend line on the weekly. Ideally, ideally, you want to pop to 9,400 next week, not this week, next week. You want to pop to 9,400 on a nine and then pull back and close below setup trend to get rejected. That could set us up for that 40% correction, I continue to wait for. Uh, that's about it. Here's the monthly chart. Uh, it's been a good month. We're on month three of nine, and uh, we could be off to new all-time highs based on monthly scales. It depends on what scale you trade on, guys. It's all up to you. The hourly chart popped out a six after not 
really much action, not ideal. Also popped on a sequential 13, but it's just an hourly chart, guys. Gets trumped by the others. Uh, this doesn't mean anything. We're on a green three of nine. Uh, it's a little more bullish than bearish, but if we go below the swing low of uh, three or four or five hours ago, then it's no longer bullish. CME closes the 29th of May. Uh, no, no thoughts. I haven't been looking at the relationships between the CME and Bitcoin. Uh, Ethereum didn't do anything against Bitcoin in the last 24 hours, so that doesn't mean anything. Uh, the hourly chart of Ethereum didn't do anything. Bitcoin popped on its own. Uh, the leverage on Bitfinex, can't believe this exchange still exists. And... Um, It's longs divided by shorts. There's a lot more longs, which slightly favors the shorts. The BitMax funding ratio is swinging way to the upside, which usually means that a pullback is coming. It's the weekend, so of course the GBT, uh, GBTC didn't trade, expected to go way up when the market opened. I'm still expecting a pullback here. I'm really wondering if it's going to happen before or after the halving. Uh, I am keeping an eye on this chart into the halving and then probably take a break from it. Gold is pulling up a little bit. Doesn't mean anything to me. Same as silver. Euro is just steady. S&P opened. The daily S&P is still in a bearish posture. We need to, it's the same thing, right? If the S&P goes below last week's swing low, if the S&P goes below 28.20, it looks bad and it can break setup trend and accelerate down. If the S&P goes above the nine, uh, then it pulls away. Right now, I am bearish the S&P a little bit because of the countdown phase from this nine on a daily. The weekly is also bearish on a three of nine. Uh, the S&P will open in a few hours, okay? Uh, in about five hours, the S&P will open and we'll see. Not much to say on Tesla or any of the stocks. We have to wait for market open. Uh, currencies, Turkish Lira is not good for the Turks. Uh, and I'm here, so things are cheaper, for them, which is great. Okay, got a question. Thank you for your tip, Derp. Good day, Tone. Can you please look at the Australian USD rate? Uh, bump for a video that addresses the climate change scam. Yeah, I got to do that. Uh, Carnivory did it when you get back to Australia. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, we'll do it. Find me, a, find me a place in Australia with like good kangaroo steak. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do, uh, we'll do Australia. I don't like uh, the one thing I don't like about steaks in Australia is that they're all grass fed. I mean, it's a mostly a desert, so I understand you guys don't have enough grass, but still. A look at the Nifty. Well, you're paying me in rupees. All right. 
And I need to take a look at oil too. All right, let's look at the Aussie rate first. Here is the Aussie. So Australia, uh, is it Australian dollars per US dollar? So the lower this gets, the, the shittier it is for people in Australia. What the hell is this candle? How does that happen? So this looks terrible. Guys, the US dollar is strengthening. Stop listening to the crazies that say the US dollar is gonna collapse. Uh, the Australian dollar is in, uh, is in a lot of trouble. You are at, how long has it been? Five-year lows, all-time lows, it's bad. You're nearing all-time lows. It's not good. This is the daily chart. You hit a nine, you bounced up. Not a real nine in reverse. Uh, so the daily chart is short-term bullish, maybe into 0.7, and then it will probably go lower. Look at the top on a nine as well here. So it's, it's bearish. Like if you're getting your salary in Australian dollars, it's not good for you right now. It looks terrible. And the weekly looks worse than the daily. You're on a six of nine weekly. Uh, so you're probably going to hit all-time lows on the close basis. Looks bad. Uh, let's see what's next. Look at oil. I haven't looked at oil in ages. Oil on the weekly. Ooh, oil's pulling back. So I would not have had a good entry into this trade and I would not have had a good entry into the bullish trade and I would not have had a good entry into the bearish trade. Oil is down. Oil is on a five of nine weekly. So you have support here and here at around 55. But I'm very bearish oil right now. Very bearish on a weekly scale. On a daily scale, You know, there is a much better way to let you know that there's a holiday in the U.S. Considering I'm in the U.S. one or two months a year and I don't actively trade the S&P 500, uh, there's absolutely no reason for me to know that. And it doesn't really matter because I'm analyzing the market. I'm not actively trading it. You, if you trade the S&P, should know if it's a holiday or not. I couldn't care less. Tone, how can you join your trading group? It's not really a trading group. And uh, it might be one day, but then I'm going to like kick people out for being stupid. Right now, you don't get kicked out for being stupid. Uh, you have to attend one of my workshops or have access to the indicator. Every single person in my group has access to my indicator with a one-time fee. So 
in order to get into that group, uh, you have to go to toadbase.com, click on indicators, and get access to the sequential. You can buy it right here. Price has always been 0 0.05 Bitcoins. It'll always stay that way. All right, uh, back to oil. On a daily scale, oil also looks bad. You have broken setup trend. You're on a red four of nine. I am very bearish oil right now. Now the time to go short oil is not now. The time to short oil was two days ago. Why was the time to short oil two days ago? Well, it's very easy. You had a red two going below a red one, going below the prior swing low, going below all the moving averages. That is your short trade. If you missed it, like I missed it, I didn't know, it might be too late. Or lower your uh, position size, lower your leverage, though leverage is not really an option. It's, uh, it's uh, 50 to one leverage, 60 to one leverage actually on the CME. And uh, there you go. Red four of nine on the setup. All right, I got another tip question, but I got to finish the other tip question. I still got to look at the Nifty. And then your next tip question is, I have a long position in Bitcoin with entry at 8,000. Should I wait or should I close it because of the shooting star on the four hour? I would uh, wait for the four hour candle to close. I'm, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm telling you what I would do. I would wait for this candle to close even though it just started. I would wait for the candle to close, but I would set my stop loss right now. I would raise it to at least 8,300, at least, probably more. Probably 8,450 would be a reasonable stop loss. And I would wait for the current candle to close. And then once this candle closes, I would raise that stop loss to below the current candle's low. So there's, your, there's, there's your answer on what I would do. All right, that was oil, uh, nifty. I guess I could open the, I guess I could open my index uh, chart. Um, indices watch list. Guys, I'm not really going to notice your questions if you're not tipping alongside of them because that makes it stand out. Nifty, hey, here they automatically came up. Must have been the last one I looked at. Nifty looks great. Um, oh, wait, Nifty is the Indian market. <laughs> what was I thinking? I'm, uh, it's early. I was thinking of the decay. So that makes sense why you're in rupees. Um, yeah, Nifty looks great. You hit a nine. This is excellent. You should need me, guys. You should not need me. You should have the sequential indicator. You hit a nine. You take at the at the high. You take your profit. You wait for a one to four candle correction. You then reevaluate. And now you're going up. I would be bullish. I would be in a long trade. Look, 
you topped on an eight here. Damn, you just missed your nine. It was right there. And um, the nine came a little bit early. Uh, probably a stop loss got hit. I would have been bullish up here. Hit your stop loss. Uh, you're in the countdown phase. Here's a 13. Here's another nine. You're in the countdown phase. I'm bullish to Nifty. Very bullish to Nifty. Looks great. What if the correction starts at 15,000 or above? I will still be expecting that correction to be 40 to 50%. Uh, the solution to making bad decisions from watching my videos is to not watch my videos. It's really the best solution you can do. Do you think that the upcoming Bitcoin sell-off will take days, weeks, months before reaching higher lows? Uh, probably not days, closer to weeks, unless uh, closer to a week, so at least five days. I'm looking for a pullback of at least five days. Anyone that says we can't, we're, we won't go below 6,000 period is an idiot. Uh, we can go to zero. Are there other publicly available symbols besides GBTC? No, there are not. Do you think the low comes as a V bottom or another long, slow U-shaped bottom? I don't know. I don't have an opinion. It can be either one, Are you going to keep calling this pullback for weeks, months? I might be calling it for years to come. And then claim victory when it happens. It's not, I mean, I'll, be, I'll always be calling a pullback, right? That's how I trade. I don't know what my next webinar will be about yet. I have to put out a Twitter poll and see what the demand is. Euro versus the Japanese yen? I'd rather look at the dollar versus things. The Euro is an irrelevant currency, guys. I know the Europeans think that it's relevant, but unfortunately it's not. Sorry to disappoint you.
So the euro versus the dollar is not is looking terrible. And uh, let's look at the dollar versus the Japanese yen. Take it in there, actually, not that bad. Uh, it's, in a, it's in a massive symmetric triangle. And I do mean massive symmetric triangle. I mean, this is a weekly chart. I mean, this is really impressive. And I mean, really impressive. You know, or you can make it even cleaner by doing this. Wow. Wow. If I have to guess which way it's going to break, I would say to the upside. Uh, I would say the Japanese yen might get just decimated uh, sometime next year, probably. Maybe the year, maybe in 2020, maybe even later this year. Uh, it's going to be horrible. Now, symmetric triangles can break either way, but this is clearly not looking good. Uh, looks horrendous. Versus the dollar, it's hanging in there. So versus the euro, it might actually be appreciating. But that doesn't mean anything, because if this thing pops and devalues against the dollar, it's going to devalue against the euro, because as unstable as the euro currency is, it's still more stable than the Japanese yen. So EUR versus JPY will look like Japanese yen is bullish versus the euro, but it's really not. This is why um, you should not trade currency pairs that aren't uh, versus the dollar. See, this is telling you that the Japanese yen is devaluating, uh, sorry, uh, it's the euro versus the yen. Uh, it's telling you that the yen is appreciating against the euro and the TD sequential is putting you into a trade where you go long the yen and short the euro. But this is how you're going to get wrecked because versus the dollar, the Japanese yen looks like it's about to puke out a lung against the dollar. And while the euro looks like it can also puke out a lung against the dollar, the Japanese yen is in a lot more catastrophic position on the yen versus the dollar chart as opposed to the euro versus the dollar chart. This is why you shouldn't trade currencies uh, uh, versus each other because, they're, it's, because it's dangerous, because everything runs through the US dollar. And now someone is asking for euro versus SEK. Did they just explain not to look at those? Do I have the dollar versus SCK? What is SCK? Is that Serbian? I don't even remember anymore. 
Swedish, sorry. Swedish Krona. Looks horrible. Looks absolutely horrible for the Krona. Another Krona. Oh, this one is way ahead of the others. Yeah, you nor you Norwegian countries are not doing So this looks horrible against the dollar. The euro is bad against the dollar, but not this bad. So this thing is probably devaluating against the euro because it's devaluating against the dollar. Yeah, there it is. But you want to trade it against the dollar, not against the euro. What am I going to share my diet soon? I got to write it up. I just don't have the time. No, I mean, uh, that's a good question. Is gold bad only because we look at it versus the dollar as opposed to Australian dollar or the Canadian dollar? Yes, gold is priced in dollars. Dollar is appreciating. The American economy is strong and clearly strengthening. Stock market proves it. Currency markets prove it. Everything proves it. Go get Go try to find a seat at a nice restaurant on a Friday or Saturday night. The economy is doing pretty damn good. Okay, it's been doing good for the last 10 years, pretty much, more or less. Since the bottom, we've been doing nothing but up. So, um, so because gold is priced in dollars, it's a terrible investment against the dollar. But if you're in Australia and your currency is down 30%, guess what? Gold is going to be up 30 or 40%. So yes, gold is a terrible investment against the dollar. Not so, if you held gold in Venezuela, you did great. I'm not gonna look at hourly currency charts, guys. I'm not a short-term currency trader. All right. All right, it's been 30 minutes. I'm trying to keep these to 30 minutes. And um, my upcoming calendar, hey, by tomorrow, there should be a carnivory dinner for Amsterdam. I'm in Amsterdam here. Uh, we're gonna remove um, breaking Bitcoin. I actually can't make the conference, unfortunately. I gotta teach my workshop. And after the workshop, uh, there will be a carnivory dinner.
right, then I'm going on a cruise, then Germany, then New Hampshire, then San Francisco, and then I'm probably leaving the country again. All right, if you want to attend the workshop, very few of them left. I don't know if there will be any more after this. I really kind of tired of teaching them, to be honest with you. I got to figure something else out. Um, so Amsterdam, Berlin, and then August in Dallas. Maybe I'll do one a month. Maybe I'll do webinars one a month. I don't know. I haven't decided what I'm doing next yet. And... Uh, Uh, check that out. If you want to support with affiliate codes. Uh, oh, I think we removed those already. I have to remove Amazon before Amazon sues me or something. Yep, Amazon's gone. So um, <clears throat> no more Amazon links. I'm going to be upgrading all of my tech, but I clearly can't put up links to what my tech is, though, unfortunately. Uh, uh, so check out TradingView, uh, one of my affiliate links, also TourGuard. Uh, go ahead and check those out. Uh, cruise. I think like today or tomorrow is the last days to get a seat on the cruise. So if you were going to go... You can't wait till the last minute because registration closes like two weeks before the cruise. So good luck with that. And uh, check out other stuff. And if you want to buy a t-shirt, um, head on over to here. All right. You guys know what to do. And if you want to know where I'm traveling, check out the calendar. All right, guys. I will see you all on the next one. No idea when that is. Oh, let me give you another, oh, my camera is totally out of focus. Let me give you another look at uh, Istanbul behind me, right there. I'll be somewhere else tonight, tomorrow, and uh, won't have this kind of a view. It's really cool. All right, guys, talk to you all on the next one.